the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now offering a Bet the Underdog special. Bettors will receive a $25 bet for every $50 winning wager on dogs greater than plus 300. That's a free $25 bet on top of your winnings. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app now. And we're brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app for your chance to win $3,000 in the DGEN dance. Hello and welcome back to the NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby. And uh, you're probably listening to this hungover because right now as we're recording is St. Patty's Day. And uh, you're probably listening to this the day after St. Patty's Day. Uh, you're also probably crying because everybody's bracket is busted in March Madness as well. But we aren't here to talk college hoops. We're here to talk NBA gambling, a real man's sport, and joining me, a real man, is Dan Titus. How's it going, Dan? Happy to be defined as a real man today. Um, I don't feel like one after you just described it, man. My bracket is busted. I had Iowa going to, oh man, I think I had them in a championship game and I had Kentucky in the Elite Eight. So I was buying the Keegan Murray hype. Shouldn't have never, should have never bet on anyone from Iowa. Like that should just be bracketology rule number one. Um, but yeah, here we are. Yeah, I'm ready to move on to into the Iowa hype too. That's what happens when you work with BJ Cunningham, who is from Iowa, <laughs> from Iowa. Iowa and is one Standing of our college basketball experts, great expert. But I always forget this. I always tell myself, if you know who's, if someone is a fan of, don't bet for or against their team. Don't listen yeah. to their advice. No matter <laughs> how much it makes sense, don't listen to it because they just don't have a clear view of it. Man, we we were drinking too much of that Kool-Aid, man. But I think everybody was kind of on Iowa. They had this like late run in the end of the season and I don't know. But yeah, my my bracket screwed. So on, on to uh, betting. Screw my yeah. brackets. That's always that's always brackets the fun are part screwed. Of it. Um, yeah. I'm slightly ahead in my betting though today, so at good, least good. that's going. And uh, I have to apologize for last week. If if you followed my bets last week, they did not go well. I was on a real cold streak for a while, but this week I feel like I'm back on the saddle, doing a little better. I, I'm I'm ahead this week in my NBA and college basketball, so I. I'm feeling better about it. I'm feeling better about it. And I'm going to go ahead and give you my best bet. This is my very oh, you're favorite. You're just going right into we're, it. Let's we're going to go. go right into the best bets. <laughs> and we'll probably, you know, uh, take diversions once we uh, start talking about it. But yeah, yeah. getting right into it. I ran this one by you before the podcast. Even though you're a 76ers fan, you like this. And I just said we shouldn't listen to your advice because <laughs> if you're a fan of that team, you shouldn't listen before it, I guess. But the Dallas Mavericks are playing the 76ers in Philly. 
And the spread right now is Dallas is getting three points. The 76ers have been so discombobulated with James Harden there. I'm sure they are a better team now, at least on paper. They haven't looked like it, whereas Dallas has been red hot. Uh, they're 13 and four against their spread in the last 17 games. Luca has looked like the MVP candidate we've all been waiting for. They are, they're, they're missing Bullock and Hardaway, but otherwise they're healthy. And Philadelphia is one, five and one against the spread in their last seven. I don't know. I mean, usually I like to bet Philadelphia at home, but I feel like that's been going away of late. Um, I don't know. Philadelphia doesn't seem locked in. They seem like they're already playing. They're already just kind of waiting to get to the playoffs. Yeah, I don't know. I've been trying to figure out what's up with the Sixers, and I think it's a combination of the bench, Doc Rivers, and uh, just getting consistent performances out of James Harden here. I think Tobias Harris is what it is. Like he's been playing a little bit better in that new role, but there's just no there's just no consistency with this team, and I'm concerned a little bit. You know, I, I think uh, we know. I think uh, Joel Embiid's on the injury report. He was on it last game, but it was his birthday. So there's no chance he's going to miss a birthday game, but doc rivers already did say he's going to be resting some starters down the stretch. So there's a distinct chance that Joel Embiid doesn't play in this game. And so if you're grabbing this at plus three, that's a wise decision because this line's only going to move um, given their little slide here and inconsistent play. Maybe he does, you know, gut it out, but he does have a back issue. Um, yeah. I just don't feel comfortable about betting on the Sixers right now until I can see James Harding kind of, I don't know, have that motivation that he had when he first walked into the door, you know, getting triple doubles. He just seems like his shot is off right now. And, you know, Joel Embiid is kind of forcing the issue. I I would rather I'd put my money behind Dallas here, who's proven, you know, they walked into Brooklyn. Brooklyn is horrible at home, but Kevin Durant was having a night. They're just going back and forth, even though they're throwing those double teams like he still got off. He still got after it. And then you look at Luca hitting game winners like. I think this this Brooklyn team is probably better than Philly. So if Dallas can go toe to toe with Brooklyn on their home turf, I don't see why they couldn't possibly win outright against the Sixers. Yeah. Is Philadelphia that concerned about moving from the third seed to the fourth if Boston catches them? Or do you feel like I mean, Boston's only a game behind them right now. I to be honest, the, the way that Brooklyn beat up on them, I don't wouldn't want to see. You I mean, know, but that, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. I like, said Boston, that, but oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Because yeah. Brooklyn's deep enough down there where they're they're gonna play a you know anywhere between the two and the three seed right now. I don't think they yeah. can make that ju- that leap too too far. So if I'm the, if I'm Philly, I don't want any parts of that. Like, give me everybody else but that Brooklyn that Brooklyn series. Even though I don't know, we'll see what happens with the the mandates or whatever. If Kyrie's actually gonna be able to play in home games by playoff time, but. um yeah, if you have any kind of advantage, that would be it. But other than that, if I'm the Sixers, I'm not pressed. You know, whether you fall into that, I, re- I think four or five would probably be the nice range. Maybe you get the Bulls, uh, maybe you get the Cavs, something like that. But yeah, I would try to avoid the Boston Celtics and the the Nets as best as I could. So that's, yeah, I, I would I wouldn't even care about the seating at this point. Yeah, uh, well, so if this line moves, I would take Mavs all the way to a pick'em. How about you? I would too. Yeah. All right. And that's, this, I like and the, this is the Philly guy. I'm not even standing him here. Like I, yeah. I want to play some Homer in this, but like I, they just don't look good. So yeah, I'll go with Dallas. All right. What's your first best bet? 
My first best bet, I'm going to go with the Grizzlies first quarter, minus one half versus the Hawks. They played earlier this year and the Hawks beat them by 32 points. I'm pretty sure that the Memphis Grizzlies, as good as a team as they are, they're going to remember that. Now, you got to check the injury report, though, because John Morant and Trey Young are both questionable to play. Just got an alert that John Collins is going to be out indefinitely, so we're probably not going to see him for the rest of the season. The Hawks have actually been reeling together a couple of wins. They went three and one over their last four, but two of those three wins were against bum-ass teams. You got the Indiana Pacers and the Portland Trailblazers, so not really believing in that. Um, The other win was against Chicago, who beat up on them two times prior um, earlier this season, but this is really a phase of the Hawks and just their lack of talent. They don't really have that many people to put the ball in the basket. Um, The Hawks are 16 and 18 at home in the first quarter against the spread, and on the other side, if you look at the Grizzlies, they're one of the best teams in the first quarter um, against the spread this year. They're 22 and 14 overall. That's third, second best in the NBA. But over their last 10 games, nine and one against the spread in the first quarter. So even with John Morant possibly missing this game, I still feel comfortable at, at minus one and a half to still back the uh, the Grizzlies here. So and, I mean, oh, uh, just remember, I, I feel Dylan like that's Brooks a big coming back too. what's that? Dylan Brooks is also coming back too. I wouldn't bet it if John Morant is out though. I mean, I feel like he's such a big reason that they win those first quarters. He brings so much energy. The Grizzlies were 13 and two outright without John Morant this season. So it's not like they don't have a a track record of, of performing with him off the court. So I actually feel pretty comfortable with D'Anthony Mellon being the starter, because if it's not going to be him, it's going to be Tyus Jones. Both of those guys are really good defenders on the ball. So even if Trey young plays, He's still going to have to deal with like these annoying point guards that are primarily on their team because of their defense. Okay, we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and coming soon to Louisiana. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, college basketball, and more. WinBet is now offering a Bet the Underdog special. Bettors will receive a $25 free bet for every $50 winning wager on dogs greater than plus 300. That's a free $25 bet on your winnings. Patrons who wager at least $500 in the first and second round of the tournament will also earn one entry into a drawing for a trip to Win Las Vegas. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Also, make sure to check out the D-Gen Dance. SGPN is giving away $3,000 in the ultimate March Madness handicapping contest, the D-Gen Dance. Start March Madness with 10,000 credits, using them to bet on your favorite March Madness bets, and whoever has the most credits when March Madness ends wins. $2,500 for the first and $500 for second, exclusively in the SGPN app. Looking for a sweet SGPN hoodie? Every day, March Madness games are being played. We'll be giving away a hoodie. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash merch madness to enter that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash merch madness. 
Boston Celtics, who have just been on a tear. They've got their defensive identity. Uh, they've just been beating up on teams. They are playing the Sacramento Kings, who have just been real sad uh, of late. I mean, Boston, they're six and one straight up in their last seven games. They, they just beat Golden State convincingly, whereas Sacramento has been sliding uh, even more so than they have. I think they've only won one out of their last six. And this was something I said last week and it didn't work out for me because the Timberwolves ended up losing to Orlando Magic. But uh, this is the time of year when we want to be fading tanking teams. Sacramento definitely falls in that range. According to Action Network Systems, the fade tanking teams has a 57% win rate and an 11% ROI. And I've been playing that this week and winning more often. So I'm, I'm going to keep that trend. Boston has been looking great. Fox looks like he is questionable. He might not even play in this one. So I'm not sure, you know, who's going to be putting the ball in the basket other than Sabonis. Uh, nine is a lot of points. It is a lot of points, but at least it's the Sacramento Kings. So I feel good about that. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, Sacramento is just not. Um, they're definitely below. Five, oh, here we go. Five and five at home over our last 10 against the spread. Um, I would just trust in the fact that Boston's just really good right now. Their defense. I, where is Sacramento? If, De- if De'Aaron Fox doesn't play. It's going to be a lot of Demonis bonus. The good thing is for the Boston Celtics is they have a really strong front court in Al Horford and uh, Robert Williams. So um, that's checked. Um, and even if it's not, that's not checked. Even if De'Aaron Fox does play, you got to deal with Marcus Smart, who yeah, mm-hmm. he kind of, kind of, kind of gave a little. I don't know if it's a dirty play necessarily. It was a loose ball play, but you know, I know Golden State fans are very salty right now because Steph Curry is down and out. But that's the way the Boston Celtics play, man. They're a gritty yeah. team. Um, and I think that that's why I would I would lay I would feel comfortable laying the points. It's a lot, but I just don't see as you're you're, you're right with with Sacramento in the state that they're at, losing three three of their last, only winning three of their last ten games outright. Like they're they're going the other direction. Boston's continuing to climb up the Eastern Conference standings, getting more momentum to go into the playoffs. I don't see a world where Boston doesn't just blow them out. Yeah, I don't think the Kings won any part of this gritty Celtics team. No. They continue to be one of the worst defenses in the league, and uh, the Celtics are one of the best. So they are the best now. Uh, all right, what do you got next? So for my next one, I'm going to go with the Denver-Cleveland game. I'm going to go under 221. These teams matched up in the first uh, in their first matchup. They only scored 186 points. Cleveland won that game 99 to 87. Denver's playing their sixth game in 10 days, which concerns me as much as Nikola Jokic is just playing the best basketball of his life. He's the eh, I'll call him the second best player on the planet next to Kevin Durant. I feel like he's just going to eventually going to have some tired legs. And um, Cleveland, their offensive rating over their last 10 games has been 20th in the NBA. They're 27th in pace. We know that this team is not the same without Jared Allen in the interior. Um, I'm expecting this game to be slowed up a little bit because Cleveland plays very good defense. Denver's defense has been better, but I'm expecting a little bit of a lag just being that they've played so many games over their last 10, 10 days. And Denver's averaging 118 points per game. But with Cleveland's good defense, you know, really just Evan Mobley. And um, I think that the, you've seen some of the other backups be serviceable here, uh, the Kevin Loves of the world. So um, I think that this one's going to go under. Being that they only put up 186, uh, I don't see them scoring 40 more points um, in this matchup. So going to take the under 221 on that one. 
I like that. My only concern would be Jokic just torching them because Allen's not there. And as good as Mobley yeah. has been on defense, yeah. uh, we Jokic. see him get pushed around <laughs> by bigger centers. He's just yeah. still like a stick man as far yeah. as he's got no uh, weight to him. So I, I can definitely see Jokic pushing him around. Yeah, and there's not many people on the injury report either, so I guess that that also bodes well. But yeah, I'm expect. I don't know. So uh, I feel like Denver being on this little road trip. Um, I think their last three games have been on the road. This will be the third game, so I'm expecting some kind of I don't know some kind of regression um, here in terms of the scoring department. But I mean, they've been averaging 118 over the last 10, so they're definitely rolling. And Cleveland's averaging 108, I believe. Um, so you've got to figure. You know, the first game both scored way under their expectations. Uh, so maybe Cleveland's got their number, but obviously that one had Jared Allen in it. So um, it's been a while since they played, but I'm a, I'm going to fade it. And we're going to take another quick break and be right back. Spring has sprung and your friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning in your pants. Trust me, your confidence will be blooming like the flowers this upcoming spring. Time to clear out that winter bush and join the 4 million men who trust Manscaped. Use promo code SGP to get a 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Remember, 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. It is time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. If you take one non-basketball thing away from this podcast besides Manscaped, Take away Stable Duel. They are a great DFS style app for horse betting. And you don't have to necessarily know horses because they have plenty of tools in the app to teach you all you need to know. You can win as much as $25,000 with just one entry. So go download the Stable Duel app now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner's circle. Play, race, win. And finally, we're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering list of tickets based on the value, a free activity fee to stay in the know of all the big sales, and red hot tickets for sale. A loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash and a first deposit cash match. So use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. Let's get into our props. And I'm going to do something that I have not done since early last season. And that oh, is take... Shit. That is take an Al Horford prop. Oh God! <laughs> I think I took I thought one. Was, I Al- thought it could be something cool. <laughs> Give yeah. me an Al Horford prop, <laughs> <laughs> just because. Hey, isn't money cool? Money is uh, great. You're right. <laughs> I don't think I've taken it since he was he started last season with OKC and then sat the rest of the season. I'm pretty yeah. sure the last one I took with him lost, but <laughs> he's going to redeem himself in my eyes. Right now, I'm seeing his. Uh, Three pointers made at one and a half. Uh, the over is at plus one thirty, and he has started the season shooting well below his average rate on uh, threes. But he's been a lot better in the last month. In the last twelve games, he's gone over one and a half threes fifty percent of the time, uh, and 
they're playing Sacramento, which is the fourth worst is fourth worst in the league at defending three pointers. So I don't see any reason why Al's not going to continue this trend of shooting more from three. I mean, he's taken, he's averaging three to four attempts every game. So, and that's just been creeping up more and more as we get later in the season, he's feeling his stroke again, plus one thirty. What do you think? You're not crazy. Um, they did play earlier this year, and he hit one. Um, no, he hit but, two in that one, wasn't he? Oh, did he? I'm uh, seeing one. When they played in January. Oh, snap. Yeah, he did. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. See? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I, I like it. I mean, the thing is, is, you know, where is – Who's going to be guarding them? It's probably going to be Sabonis, right? So, yeah, at the four, and Trey Lyles is a little bit small too. He's been starting for the Sacramento Kings, and he tends to shoot threes. So it seems like their big men are going to be around the perimeter anyway. So there's a good chance that you can get, you know, you want to space it out, give Jason Tatum the lane, give Jalen Brown the lane. You know, you got a nice little kick out with Horford in the corner there for the three. So I like it. He could definitely hit two threes against the Kings. All right, what do you got? I'm not as daring as you, but I'm going to stay with the same same team. Uh, I'm going to go with Marcus Smart over 13 and a half points. I played this the other day and uh, actually just last game against the uh, the Warriors and it was 12 and a half. And that still seemed really low, just given how he's been playing all se- um, recently, like on the season, he's only averaging 12.2 points. But um, over the last 10 games, that's jumped up to 15 over his last five. That's 16.2. And the Kings are 29th in this. Um, in points allowed this season. Drew Holiday and Monty Morris recently both hit up the Kings for 20-plus points. Jordan Clarkson and Donovan Mitchell, I think Clarkson went for 45 and Donovan went for 20, like 25. Um, so this backcourt just torches the Kings. So um, I like Marcus Smart to continue to ball out, man. Like, I know he's going to be busy uh, potentially guarding De'Aaron Fox, but he's clearly found uh, his stroke right now, and he's he's uh, got the got the foot on the gas. So I like him to continue it versus a bum say, uh, Sacramento team. So let's get it with you're going all in on Boston tomorrow. So I like, yeah, it. we really are. <laughs> I didn't, I don't usually do that, but okay. Let's get to our game of the night. And as a Homer, I picked the Phoenix suns. They were on NBA TV. So I figured that's like a, a, a fair enough assessment of the game of the night. Uh, it's going to be the Chicago bulls at the Phoenix suns. Uh, currently, I'm seeing the line at Suns minus six, and I'm seeing the total set at 230. Uh, the Bulls have been in a tailspin as of late. They're one and eight against the spread in their last nine games, uh, whereas Phoenix uh, four and one against the spread in their last five. I'm seeing they've been really locked in except for that Toronto game, which I don't know what they were. They just seemed off from the get go in that one. But otherwise, they've you know, they smoked the Lakers the other night. I've just been on a tear even without uh, Chris Paul and uh, without Cam Johnson and uh, Jay Crowder, who is they're saying is already looks like he's going to be out for this game as well, as well as Cam Johnson. So concern possibly there with the, the Suns getting a little light and what are they playing for? They've already locked up a, a position for the playoffs, but I they seem like they're just so locked in. I don't see them stopping, but I'm not going to bet on it yet. I'd love to hear what you think about this matchup. It's an intriguing matchup, but I think that Jay Crowder and Cam Johnson being out matters 
Um, Chicago's strengths is on their perimeter with their wings in in Zach Levine and Demar Derozan. Jay Crowder is an a is a plus defender. So you know it's not like they don't have an interior presence too. Like Vucevic isn't that great in terms of like a post big man like as a rim protector, but. I mean, he can check. He's big enough to check DeAndre Ayton. Um, so then it's just a matter of like, what is campaign and, you know, Devin Booker going to do? And Devin Booker has been outstanding um, since, since Chris Paul has gone down and, and been campaign, but I kind of like the bulls here, like six points. Like I, they, you're right. They've, they've been playing horrible as of late, you know, one and eight um, in their last nine against the spread, but they have had success against the Phoenix Suns. They're four and two in their last six against Phoenix and uh, nine and two against the spread in their last 11 when playing on the road against Phoenix. So, and this is, well, you know, you know, that, that goes probably, back. That goes back. That, quite that's a pre-dating, that's, different, that, that's, different that's pre-dating a whole nother era right there. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know, maybe there's something in the water where they play well against, you know, the Phoenix Suns in Phoenix. So they got to write the ship at some point. And if you're missing your best perimeter defender and Jay Crowder and a stretch three that comes off the bench, like Cam, Cam, uh, Cam, uh, Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson. Yeah. Uh, I like their chances there. So I'm going to roll with the Chicago Bulls here. Cause I think there's going to probably be more money on the Phoenix Suns. Like most, I would expect the Sharps and, and public might be on Phoenix just because they've been playing so well, but you're right. Like their motivation right now isn't as high as the Chicago Bulls being that they've already locked up a playoff seed and there's no one that's going to catch them for the number one seed. So at this point, it's like, Hey, let's just not get hurt. You know, Chris Paul's already hurt. Let's preserve what we have and make sure that we can make a deep playoff run. So yeah, I see the argument for Chicago bulls here. Yeah. I can see them starting to sit more guys. Um, I think that Jay Crowder, he's just down with like a sore groin. It's not even like, it doesn't seem like a major thing. Um, And, and Johnson is a sore quad. So um, I'm hoping that they're just resting the guys and they'll be back full strength. But yeah, I would stay away from betting Phoenix this one. What do you think of that total 230? It feels pretty high where uh, the Bulls, they've been the hitting the under more often. They're four of their five last games have gone under recently. And uh, but the Suns have been going over in four of their last five. So uh, I don't know. I, I I feel like I can see the even without Jay Crowder, I can see the Suns putting a monkey wrench in the Bulls offense. So I, I think the Bulls can still win this one, but definitely could see them going up under this high total. Yeah, I uh, lean towards the under as well. Like my gut told me the under. I mean, these teams did play back in February, February 7th, Chicago covered the six and a half um, in Phoenix and it went over to 28 and a half. So um, it's like Phoenix won outright 127, 124. That was in Chicago, so, actually. Oh, you're right. That, that was in Chicago. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, either way, I mean, mm-hmm. these teams put up points on the board last time. So February 7th was that was Chris Paul injured at that. Chris point? Paul was still there. Because okay. that was before okay. the All-Star break. Right? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. So, I don't know. My gut still feels under for some reason. All right. Uh, all right. We've got a... To polish off this podcast, I have invented a new game. I was watching... Oh, boy. I was watching the Denver Nuggets the other night, as I'm prone to do. And I realized that I often mistake... 
Jeff Green and Jermichael Green. <laughs> and, they have similar haircuts too. Yeah, and both have green on the back of their jersey. Uh, Jay Green. So I, I decided I'm going to create a game called Jeff or Jermichael. It's a trivia game where you have to guess if I'm talking about Jeff or if I'm talking right. about Jermichael. I like it. All right, this is cool. <laughs> All I right. expected so much worse than this. <laughs> <laughs> He's played for 11 different NBA teams. Jeff Green. He, correct. <laughs> I nodded, but the, I realized that the uh, <laughs> listener can't hear Can you hear, hear my nod? <laughs> yeah, I can't hear my nod. Named the Alabama Mr. Basketball in high school. Shit, I don't know where Drew Michael's from. But I'm assuming Alabama. Let's go, Jamichael. Jamichael, very good. Drafted by the Celtics. Jeff Green. Great. You're three for three so far. Nickname Uncle. <laughs> Ooh. I don't think Jamichael's old enough to be an uncle yet, like uncle status. Jeff Green's kind of old now, so I'm going to go Jeff Green. Yeah, his Instagram handle is even Uncle Jeff Green. And if you go to his basketball reference page, that's the only <laughs> nickname they list for him is Uncle Jeff, which totally makes it. He has felt like he's old ever since he's been in the league, even though he's he really very has. athletic still. Dude, he's I still mean, so athletic. I, his, the bounce that he has at this age, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm wondering how long has he been in the league? What, 11, 12? He's been in the league since uh, 07. Uh, yeah, that was another thing. He he actually played for Seattle. He was. Yeah, he, he did. He, he <laughs> played for Seattle when they still had a team before they became the OKC. I remember that. Number 32, I believe. Yeah. Um, traded along with Garrett Temple for Avery Bradley. I don't remember this trade. Garrett Temple and Avery. Wait, Garrett Temple for Avery Bradley and this guy. Plus, yeah, with Garrett uh, Temple. I'm gonna packaged go, with Garrett Temple. I feel like Jeff Green was on the Wizards once. So, uh, but Avery Bradley wasn't on the Wizards. I'm trying to remember what Garrett Temple. Oh, wait. Oh, actually. No. Did Avery Bradley play for the Kings? Damn, man. Jeff Green's been on some teams. I'm like, which, which team did Avery Bradley end up on? Um, maybe it was Jermichael Green then. Uh, no, nah, I'm gonna go with Jeff Green. Oh, your first miss, damn. Uh, <laughs> to close it out, yeah. Uh, in, uh, in February 2019, uh, Jamichael and Garrett Temple were traded to the Clippers in exchange for Avery Bradley. Clippers, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I remember that now from I'll the Grizzlies. Yeah, those are good questions, though. I like those, those are definitely <laughs> a challenge, Jeff. Or Jermichael, play it with your friends. Make it a drinking <laughs> game. I don't know. Be, get creative. Um, all right. Well, I'm really curious, is, whatever the next installment of this is going to be, I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, it'll be something stupid that I, I dream up while watching a, a Nuggets, a, a pointless game or something like that. Anyway, I hope everybody is enjoying March Madness, but don't forget the NBA. Uh, keep on betting it. What can we uh, look for from you? coming up yeah check me out at um action network on the buckets podcast fantasy playoffs are going on right now so if you need that advice 
Um, definitely listen into that. We will get you that championship that you are on the quest for. Um, check me out on Heat Check. I think I'll be on next week um, at Action Network as well. Propcast, you can check me out on Tuesday. Uh, I think we're going to do it with Scott. So I uh, missed this week, but uh, we're definitely going to run that back. Um, and yeah, hopefully I'll be here every Friday with with my boy, Rich Fat Baby, man. It's been, That's uh, right. it's been great to That's get right. back on the NBA Gambling Pod. Yeah, it's great to have you back. I don't have nearly as much going on as you do. So I don't have anything to really plug. Go <laughs> check out my Twitter, I guess, at the Ryan Mickey. I post once in a while. Yeah, you changed um, your name, though. I've seen that. What, what, what's your what's your name now? Oh, yeah. It's uh, Ryan Mick March Madness or something. Hey, March McMadness. March, you know, I was March trying to McMahon. get into. That's right. Oh, I forgot. Uh, I was trying to get into the season, you know, the, the spirit. And um, yeah, if you happen to be coming through uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, you can check up one of my shitty stand-up gigs too. <laughs> there you go. You got shit going on. Hit me up. Hit me up Head on down, Twitter. Play that. <laughs> all right. We'll be back next Friday. And, uh, you know, don't lose all your money on March Madness. Basketball. Give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna go Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna go get it!